Welcome to the E Street Cafe podcast, the cool, friendly place for great music chat. Hey, everybody, it's Jeff Matthews, and this is our Christmas edition of the E Street Cafe podcast. Uh, we're here in the cafe, and it's the naughty threesome again. It's uh, myself, and uh, wearing a Santa hat is um, Mr. Claus himself. It's Wikipedia, Mike Saunders. How you doing, Mike? I'm fine, Jeff. Thanks. Merry Christmas, baby. Yeah, thank you very much. I tell you what, if we're looking for lucky likeies for Santa Claus, you don't even have to do much other than don the hat and you're there, aren't you, mate? <laughs> Merry Christmas. If I ever saw a natural Santa Claus, he's sitting in front of me. <laughs> I just trouble is I have to muck out the stable after Rudolph's been in there, though, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and we've also got Dan with me, Dan French, my, my good friend. Uh, Dan, donning his Christmas hat as well. How are you doing? Yay. Here we are. Season's greetings to everybody in the cafe and glad tidings and all of that nonsense. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Dan is not wearing the beard. Um, he has gone beardless today, but uh, looking very festive. So here we are in the cafe. And gosh, what can we say? Um, we've been doing this now, coming on for 12 months. And we thought we'd just sit down, have a Christmas edition, spread some festive cheer with you all. And you may hear that the cafe is quite quiet, but in a back room, there is a party going on, which we're going to join in about an hour's time when we finish recording. But um, what's quite funny is that uh, we've had, would you believe the Christmas tree only went up today? And if, no, come on, guys, you, you weren't here when this happened. But if you're uh -oh. going to ask two people to put the Christmas tree up, who would it not be? Sloppy Sue. So it was all going brilliantly well. <laughs> and then the last job was to put this very special bauble, stroke fairy bauble, on the top of the tree. And it was it was Weekney's Willie's job to do it. It didn't quite work out. And there's a bauble just crushed to the floor. <laughs> uh -oh. The Christmas tree is up and it's all in one piece. Um, and the other thing, the other thing to tell everybody is that um, Rosie has been working overtime trying to design the Christmas menu because um, we have a East Street Cafe menu. But uh, I've seen a couple of additions. I've just seen you tucking into a piece of this, actually, Mike. Um, stolen car. Stolen cake here. Stolen car. Yeah, yeah, but a stolen car. And um, I've just had a mince pie that mince pies that bind. <laughs> <laughs> very nice, very nice. And Dan, um, just over your shoulder now, there should be a, a sherry trifle, darling, coming your way. Oh, <laughs> love it. Love it. Um, turkey is on the menu, of course, and then there's a couple of vegetable options. We've got um, sprout in the street. <laughs> well, if you don't like that, we've got some Bonta runner beans. So... Um, <laughs> <laughs> So what's going on? So we're, um, we decided what we would do while the partying is going on in the back room. We would just kind of reminisce and talk about famous E Street related Christmas songs. And uh, we're going to just go through some, some obvious ones, some obscure ones, and we'll play you a short clip as well. Um, but before I do that, because I'm going to get Mike to have his first choice, just while he's thinking of his first choice. Um, I asked Frank Stefanko just to record a short message, and we sent him some cake. And I wanted to know, how was the cake, Frank? It's not spongy enough. <laughs> <laughs> He's got this obsession with sponge cakes, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, so let's talk about some Christmas songs. Um, Mike, now I think it could be quite apt today. Uh, it's a, I think it's a quite special birthday for somebody, isn't it? So why, why don't we kick off with a non-Bruce one, but it's an East Street-related one. Where have you go? Well, as today we're recording, uh, it's Southside's birthday, 75. Mm, so I'm going to... My, my specialties will be Southside and Little Stephen today. So my first choice is um, Santa Claus is Back in Town, as recorded by the Dukes on their Live at Paradise Theatre Boston album. That came out in the year 2000 and was re-released in 2008 but it was recorded on the 23rd of December 1978 in the midst of their heart the disastrous Hearts of Stone tour where Southside injured himself on stage oh, um, nice. okay and little Stephen also recorded the song 
Um, but much more, much more recently, in, in uh, 2018, he recorded the backing track of the song, and the lead vocals were sung by Kurt Russell. And ah, it, was, well, it, it was included in the film... Um, I forgot what the bloody thing is called there. You can edit it out. <laughs> oh, Christmas. <laughs> the, Christ, the first Christmas Chronicles movie. Oh, okay. Uh, and it was included in there, and, and the band were included in the movie um, in a jailhouse scene where they're all in jail. Uh, and, and Sandra has to bust them out. But, um, yeah, that song was recorded both by the Dukes and Sir Little Stephen and the Disciples of the Soul. Fantastic. Should we have a little listen to a clip of it? Christmas! That's more like it! And very apt, as you say, Mike, uh, Southside's 75th birthday today. Here we are on the uh, 4th of December. Uh, so happy birthday, Southside. And um, coming also into the top 10 at number five, uh, Dan, what's the next uh, song that we have? <laughs> right. Well, I'm going way back to 1980 uh, for actually a, a pair of songs, really. Um, probably fairly not that well known. Um, Clarence Clemens. Uh, but a, a couple of songs, uh, Christmas theme songs. One's called There's Still Christmas, and one's called The Christmas Song. So, um, 1980, 1981, that kind of time, um, Clarence was joined in a New Jersey studio by a couple of guys. There's Dennis Bourke, who co wrote um, There's Still Christmas with um, someone called Stevie Betts, and another guy called Jim Nutzo joined him. So, the three of them. And they recorded the, these couple of songs. Clarence singing lead vocal, uh, which is obviously unusual, but uh, at the time he hadn't released, um, uh, you know, his albums at, at that point. And um, these were only circulated un unofficially, really, at the time. But 30 years later, 2011, CD single came out, thanks to, uh, and obviously this was after Clarence had, uh, had, had passed, uh, CD single came out with three holiday tracks, so uh, included There's Still Christmas and two instrumentals, the Christmas song and an extended version of the Christmas song. And those are both um, featuring, obviously, Clarence on sax. And the photo um, sleeve that came with the, the CD single featured Santa in uh, featured Clarence in Santa gear, as noted by the, uh, the, the producers. Um, the Christmas song is basically... Um, probably best known by people like Nat King Cole, a real old uh, old Christmas chestnut. So I thought it'd be nice to um, um, look back at the, the big man's contribution. Yeah, nice to give a nod to Clarence, of course. Um, wow, 12 years gone now, isn't it? So um, which which one of those songs would you like us to play a clip of, Dan? Let's have There's Still Christmas so that we can, we can hear him sing. And I uh, should just also yeah. say... While I'm at it, that um, curiously, uh, we believe there's um, uh, maybe just coincidence, but um, uh, I think Mike can, can confirm there's a, there's a La Bamba release of the same title, but whether it's the same song at the moment, we're not sure. 
Yeah, I only, disco- only discovered or re- remembered this again recently. There's, um, he put out a single way back, um, just under that title, um, uh, only on a, a vinyl seven inch with no picture sleeve. So I've never seen it. I've never heard it, but I'm sure I'm, I'm reliably informed it does exist. Okay. All right. Well, let, without further ado, let's have a little listen to Clarence and the Still Christmas. When all the world seems cold and lonely like the midnight snow And hope is hiding somewhere in the stars Just listen for the sound of sleigh bells ringing through the night Cause someone's on his way to let you know There's still Christmas And the joy that Christmas brings To everyone who'll open up their heart There's still Christmas And the song that Christmas sings Like peace on earth, goodwill to all Silver bells and at the hall So don't forget when you feel lost There's still Christmas And when dreams fade like candlelight through frosty window panes And memories sound colder than the wind Just look above the rooftops For an old man and his sleigh Cause if you listen you can hear him say There's still Christmas And the joy that Christmas brings To everyone who'll open up their heart There's still Christmas And the song that Christmas sings Like peace on earth, goodwill to all Silver bells and at the halls So don't forget when you feel lost There's still Christmas Um, So I will choose i'm going to take a bruce one actually i'm going to um i was looking at the clip of blue christmas live from the carousel uh, earlier today and i also looked at the elvis version on youtube now the elvis version on youtube is literally about i think it's two minutes ish might even be slightly less might be slightly more but it's two minutes the bruce version from the carousel is gosh it's almost like an e street shuffle kitty's back um <laughs> jam because the horns are in. And if you look at the video, this was in 2010, I believe. This was 2010. Yep. Um, So it was filmed and recorded for a webcast and packaged with the promise, the making of darkness on the edge of town. And Blue Christmas was one of 11 songs performed that night. And actually, quite sadly, it was the last song that uh, Clarence would ever perform with the E Street Band, uh, only six months before he died, of course. Uh, but the origins of the song are quite interesting here, guys. Um, the song was originally recorded by Doy O'Dell in 1948, uh, but was popularised the following year, um, most properly with uh, a country artist called Ernest Tubb. Um, so <laughs> it certainly has some out. Everybody seems to think it was an original Elvis song. It certainly wasn't. Um, Elvis released it, became very, very popular. It's a it's quite a sad song. It's about somebody being on, on their own at Christmas. It is a, a sad love song. But uh, if you look on YouTube at Bruce's version from 2010, uh, The Carousel, you will see that he certainly does ham it up. The horns are there. Uh, Clarence is sat down with um, a kind of a bit part, really. Um, you can tell Clarence is not very mobile at all at that stage. But we have um, the usual East Street culprits are all there. And what's quite funny as well, I noticed looking at the video, there's only about 50 or 60 people there at the recording. And it looks like rent a crowd rather than Bruce fans. It looks like people who have been told to just dance around, pretend you know the lyrics, and pretend you're having a great time. Um, so <laughs> it's quite an interesting one. So I'm go for Blue Christmas by Bruce. And let's have a little listen to that. You ready, Susie? One. Two, three. Blue 
have a blue Christmas without you I'd be so blue just thinking about you Decorations of red on a green Christmas tree won't mean a finger if you're not here with me. I'll have a blue Christmas, it's certain. Have a blue, 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 blue Christmas. Take it, girl. Hey, how we doing out there? This is Bobby Chermside, also known as the Great Fake Snowmaker. Uh, don't ask me to do it for you because it almost got me fired once, and uh, so you can count me out on that. Anyway. Uh, Family like E Street Cafe listeners and the music that we listen to are, it's the greatest gift of all. It really is. So I hope you're blessed with Bruce tickets in your stocking this year and uh, you have an incredible 2024. And I'd like to wish everyone out there health, wealth, and happiness and uh, peace out. And just keep on rocking because uh, even us old guys, 75, you know. We're listening to some of the best music out there and uh, keeps you young. It really does. So God bless everybody. Take good care. Look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks, Jeff, for having me on. Happy holidays to everybody. So Bobby Chermside, it was, gosh, I think it was March time that we spoke to Bobby. Good old and Bobby. It's nice to hear. Yeah, nice to hear from Bobby. And um, we've stayed in touch with him then, haven't we? And um, yep. we thought we were going to get a second episode from him then he said it's not possible because something might be going on and then he said eh, it might be possible so wait we are hopeful we're going to get bobby on again actually so how nice it was there to hear from him and uh yeah. keep him well in new jersey hmm. um so let's go back around again um mike have you got uh, another choice for us east street related song well, I think I'm going to go for I've done I've done Southside, so I've done one that Little Stevens associated with. Yep. Uh, but it's really, it's really uh, technically Darlene Love, but uh, um, All Alone on Christmas, which was um, dates from 1992. It was penned by Little Steven, and uh, he recorded it with Darlene Love and the E Street Band and the Miami Horns for the Home Alone 2 soundtrack. Uh, mm-hmm. It came out as a single, I believe. Um, and it sounds, you know, it's a classic Wall of Sound holiday yeah. cover. And Little Stephen and the Disciples of Soul later on in 2018 performed the song in Red Bank at their Christmas show in 2017. And I was lucky enough to be there. And I also saw the soundtrack and I saw them working up um, all alone on Christmas um, for about an hour before the show. And uh, it was fascinating to watch Stephen giving the orders uh, on stage and (laughs) Eddie Mannion instructing the horn section, Mark Ribbler getting the backing vocals in, in uh, perfect uh, harmony and uh, Stephen just directing the band generally. And then they ran through it about three times and opened the show with it. And that was the only time it was ever done. Yeah, yeah. On on, on the Disciples tours. So that was uh, fascinating to look at. But it's a great song, um, particularly, the, you know, the original recording of the E Street Band, the horns and everything. So it's, it's one of the, the classics. Yeah, it's one of those. So I've, I've watched that film a couple of times with my kids when they were younger. And um, as soon as the saxophone and the horns come in, um, it's all, my, my, I remember Ash, my, my lad, his, his ears pricked up. And so it's like, sounds like Clarence Common. You know, there is that very distinctive sound to the record, isn't there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Very spectre-ish. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thanks for that. Uh, let's have a little listen to that. We might bring it back. Chris, very Christmas song. I love this.
Okay, so uh, I feel like I want to watch Home Alone again now, Dan. <laughs> yeah, you might as well. <laughs> Home Alone Two, isn't it? Home Alone Two. Yeah. Yeah. And I noticed that Macaulay Culkin got uh, inducted into um, what? What did he get? He got a special award that he get um, in Hollywood. Oh, he got a star on the payment. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It doesn't look much different. He's about forty-three now, forty-four years old. <laughs> um, so Dan, what's your next choice? Right, well, um, moving a little bit further away from the main kind of E Street family, I've got a, a another fairly unusual one, which I think people might be interested in. Uh, John Eddy uh, recorded um, a song called Another Lonely Christmas way back in 1997. Um, and among um, you know the, the ones we, we're, we're talking about, which are mostly uh, cover versions, this is a rare uh, original of his, as far as I'm aware. Um, you know, performed himself. So he um, he released it on, on a on a uh, what's still a, I think a very rare um, kind of mini album, 1997, a collection called Seven Songs Since My Last Confession. When I think he was probably between um, uh, record labels at the time. So it also came out as a, as a B side of a single called Definitely, which was um, rounded up and used on his next album as well. So uh, a bit of a kind of like a lost song. But um, I really like it, even though it's, uh, as the title suggests, it's it's, it's not, not a sad song, but he does it yeah. really well. Um, people can easily check it out on, on YouTube. There's a couple of versions on there from the record. I don't know if it's ever been uh, performed or recorded live. I've certainly never seen him do it live. Um, if anybody has, you know, it'd be good to know, but, uh, that's, um, as I say, a bit of a lost song, but, uh, yeah, um, you know, he's a, a high quality songwriter and, you know, deserves to be better known. Yeah. Well, I think we remember John Eddie, don't we? From the Stone Pony days and uh, from the eighties, especially, uh, it was always Beaver Brown, Cats and Smooth Service, John Eddie. Uh, in fact, I'm pretty sure I've seen John Eddie at the Pony. I'm sure you have as well. Um, so great live performer. Uh, have we got a clip of this down to listen to? We have. Let's go for it. Let's go. It says, John Eddy, Another Lonely Christmas. Looks like another lonely Christmas. I'm hanging lights on a shabby little tree The Christmas cards to you and your loved ones But they're addressed just to me Looks like another lonely Christmas Friends call to say I shouldn't be choice i enjoyed that that was a great song and uh i'm gonna go now for a really obvious one i'm afraid it's uh the predictable santa claus has come into town and um it's quite funny because i was in a uh, i was in a shop the other day actually and um sure enough they all have their christmas playlists and it was bruce singing <laughs> santa claus has come into town <laughs> and i like before i give the backstory where it originally originated from it's probably worthwhile pointing out that bruce has been playing the song since late 1973 
and the, the performance that we hear, the recorded version, is from December the 12th, 1975, at CW Post College. Um, but it really wasn't released till much later on. I think it was about 81 when it was released. And I seem to remember, Dan, it was like a promo single uh, with an animated cover, wasn't there? Yes, it was part of the um, uh, a compilation album called In Harmony 2. So I, I remember, I, God knows where that is. I did have that single at one point. I can't find it now. But um, I looked it up and said, what's, what are the origins of this? And the earliest recorded version of Santa Claus has come to town was by a banjo player called Harry Reeser and his band in 1934. Um, but the song was actually recorded uh, a, bit, a little bit later in 1935, 19, December 1934, sorry. And it was a sheet music hit. Whatever is a sheet music hit? I don't know what that is. But it reached number one anyway. So the song originated from the 30s. Various people did it. Um, but it's a Christmas song, of course, featuring Santa Claus. It's written by J. Fred Coots and Haven Gillespie. Um, so by the time Bruce put his stamp on it, the song was nearly 50 years old. Um, anything else you can remember about Santa Claus Comes to Town, Mike, Dan? Well, I know, I know more or less what a sheet music hit is. I mean, back, back in the 30s, you know, that, that's how... Music was sold, music publishing, that they just sold the cheap music so anyone could buy it and take it away and play it. Right. So okay. rather than selling loads of records, they sold um, the sheet music instead. So it became a, yeah. a hit that way. I was just going to say something that uh, UK fans uh, like us will uh, probably um, remember is that um, it wasn't actually performed uh, in Europe or at least in the UK until 2007. We had a long mm. way to actually get it you know, played live. Uh, for us, and that was during the Magic Tour. But he yeah. has been known to do it sometimes, not just in the holiday season. For example, 2016, yeah. um, <laughs> and in, in May, he played it in Manchester. Yep. Yeah. Wasn't the story there? There was a guy in the audience. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't. There was a he, guy he was dressed as Santa, and Bruce called him up on stage. To, uh, yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. basically requesting the song, but he was dressed up as Santa. Yeah, and he <laughs> called him up, and it was almost summertime, although it was raining as usual. And that's testament again to how the band can respond. Obviously, that wasn't mm. planned. You know, sometimes you find that some of the requests are planned, and you know the roadies go out, or the band go out and go. Oh, there's a sign there for Jungle Land or Frankie or wherever, and they pull it out. But, you know, to pull that out, I think, was probably um, very last minute. And they nailed it from what I heard. It's all cold down along the beach. And the wind's whipping down the boardwalk. <laughs> hey, man! You guys know what time of year it is? What time? You guys all been good and practicing real hard, yeah. Clients, you've been you've been rehearsing real hard now. So Santa, bring you a new saxophone, right? Everybody out there been good or what? Oh, that's not many, not many. You guys are in trouble out here. <laughs> and you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not bow. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town Santa Claus is coming to town Santa Claus is coming to town He's making a list, he's checking it twice He's gonna find out who's naughty and nice Good. 
was good. So, um, yeah, thanks for those memories. Um, let, let's just uh, see, are there any other honourable mentions we, we can think of? Uh, Dan, you, you must have a, an honourable mention here that didn't make the top six, but is probably worth mentioning. Well, yes, I think we you know you can't really talk about um, Christmas songs on East Street without mentioning the uh, the infamous uh, song that Bruce dug out uh, during the Tom Joe tour. So back in 1996, this is this is live only as far as we know. Um, and also, uh, have to, I think it has to be said, the, the Lone Springsteen original that we have on our list, uh, um, yeah. at least so far. Uh, and it's the, the polite title for this is Pilgrim in the Temple of Love. Uh, it has a lot to say. There's a lot going on. Um, Bruce says it with, with his tongue firmly in cheek. And again, we'd, we'd recommend if you haven't heard it, it's well worth checking out on YouTube. But gotta say, wouldn't recommend listening to it, um, on the speakers at work or if you've got kids around. Yeah. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. It, it's another redheaded woman, isn't it? Really? Uh, Oh yes. In fact, those those two songs were done on the same tour, if I remember rightly. Uh very likely. Good point. Yeah, I think they were. But uh, yeah, cool. Oh, so um, have we got a clip of that one? We we have, of course, we have. We've got we a- can play a bit of that. Yeah. So let's have a little listen and uh, turn the volume down if you're at work or put your headphones on. It was Christmas Eve. I was standing in the parking lot. A fabulous girl's nude, nude, nude. In the car next to me, there was a young lady giving a blowjob to a man in a Santa Claus suit. <laughs> well, his beard was crooked, his hat askew. Embarrassed, I turned to go. And from the back seat of that Mazda, I heard somebody shout, Oh, baby, don't stop. Then a merry ho, ho, ho. Well, I... I walked inside, ordered a beer and a double shot of whiskey. In three minutes, I'd fallen in love. The DJ announced, ladies and gentlemen from Fort Worth, Texas, Lady Godiva. And I sat in worship neath the angel above. At the end of her set, she brushed her hair, came and sat on the stool to my right, and said, will you buy me a drink? Well, my heart beat fast, my trousers grew tight. And wittily I replied, uh... <laughs> she showed me a picture of her kid, said during the day she was a commercial art student. But five nights a week she dances for slobs and idiots like this. Uh, present company excluded. <laughs> on Donner, on Dancer, on Comet, on Blitzen, I'm lost in the valley of the super vixens. Worshiping at the feet of the goddess above I'm a pilgrim in the temple of love I'm a pilgrim in the temple of love I haven't heard that song, Dan, for quite a while, so that was um, quite interesting listening to that back again. After oh, so yes. Long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, oh, hold on, Mike, just before I give you a chance at your honourable mention, um, we've got another past guest with a Christmas message for all our listeners. Let's... Um, Remember, I think it was episode seven, series one. Um, it was the real Joe Roberts, or is this the real Joe Roberts? It's my good friend, Howell Roberts, and he's left us a message as well. Hello, everyone. This is Howell Roberts here, author of Botheredness, and it was a pleasure to uh, be a guest on the E Street Cafe podcast back in series one, episode seven. I just want to wish everyone, everyone behind the podcast and all you at home listening to it, whatever you're doing, have a great Christmas. Hope it's peaceful, happy and very, very merry. Well, that was great hearing from Howell. I've not spoken to him for a few months and it just reminds me, I think I'm due a Christmas beer with him anyway. So I've got my jumper on. I'm ready. And Howell, if you're listening, um, I'm ready for that pint, mate. So uh, you're buying what have we got next? So let's, uh, Mike. You, you. Let's have another honourable mention from you then. What have you got? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go back to Southside for this one. It's a, a quite lesser known uh, recording, really. Uh, was well known by me, but um, it's a song called "Christmas Is for Everyone" that dates from two thousand, yeah. and it was uh, featured on the the limited edition EP "More Rough Stuff." 
which was given away on New Year's Eve on, on 31st December 2000. And it was again later featured in the jukebox box set in 2007. Okay, so um, we have got plenty more actually, but because we wanted to kind of keep it fairly fresh, um, I think what we've done, and my good friend Dan has uh, put them all down, catalogued them up. Have you made a Spotify playlist as well, have you, Dan? Yes, so uh, what we're going to do is we'll, we'll, uh, we'll share the uh, the full list with, with our notes that we've, we've been sort of we're working on you know, for this. But also, yeah, I, I started doing a Spotify playlist and realized that a lot of the stuff isn't on Spotify, no surprise, because mm. live mm. covers and rarities and so on. But um, so what I've done is I've done a mixture of um, the E Street ones were available and some of the better known earlier versions as well. So you've got a nice compilation there. Well, uh, we'll put them out and um, hopefully that makes you feel a bit more festive. Um, in terms of um, what we've got coming up um, in the East Street Cafe podcast, we are going to continue with season three. Um, this is obviously episode five, I think it is. So we're going to run it to about uh, episode 12 and then just see where we are from there. And I think once the band kick off the tour in March, I think the first date is it, guys? Yeah. Yeah. So um, that might just kind of uh, encourage us to kind of do another season. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how we go and see what the appetite is like. But hopefully you are enjoying it out there. And uh, we've got one more final message coming in from another recent guest of ours. Uh, those of you who tuned in and listened to Mark Wright, a.k.a. Elvis, a.k.a. Bruce, a.k.a. Frank Sinatra. <laughs> um, Mark has also left us a little message for all of you. I'll have a Bruce Christmas without you. I'll be so Bruce just thinking about you. But I'll have a Bruce, 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 Bruce Christmas. Hey, hey, hey. Happy holiday season from King Sings the Boss. Thank you very much. So nice hearing from Mark as well, and uh, very good of him to um, entertain us uh, again. So that's great. And Merry Christmas to you, Mark, as well, if you're listening. So um, that kind of wraps up our final episode of 2023, guys. And um, how are we feeling about 2024 and uh, what's happening on East Street? Well, you know, any, well, any time will tell, won't it, Mike? Uh, it's all a big, know, a big question. Mm. A lot of people are you know, um, suggesting that they might change the set around. But I, I somehow doubt it because all the American dates so far announced over in over there 
are makeup dates for postponed shows from this year's, and none of those people have seen the current show in its current format, so it's unlikely to change it for them. Although he might, he may uh, mix it up a little, just a little bit for the European dates, as he's been here already. But um, we'll just have to see. I, su- I suspect it won't change enormously. Yeah, I concur with you, actually, Mike. I, I think that the people that haven't seen the show in the format that we saw it last year probably want to see, they, they probably want to put that mm. show on the road for the people who haven't seen it, i.e. Yeah. the States and Canada. Um, the big question for me is, A, do we get any new releases between now and next year anyway? Um, wow. in the and then, if so, how will that reflect onto any change of set list, especially in Europe, as you say, because all the places he goes to in Europe, I know they're not the exact same venues, but they're the same countries, the same demographic, same fans, I would guess. Yeah. And I, I believe that you will see a shake-up for, for the European dates. Uh, I don't think you'll see the same template set no. list that we saw last year. I think um, I think it'd be a bit crazy, actually, to, to come with the same concert again 12 months later on. Um, well, so I, I, I am expecting some variety. I'm not sure how much, though. But we'll see. I, I mean, talking about releases, there's, you know, there's, there's two we know of that, uh, in the vaults there, just gathering dust. I mean, he mentioned a volume two of covers, um, which was hinted at for the spring and then the autumn, and now that's just been quietly shelved for the time being. And he also, a year ago, mentioned this box set of five unreleased albums from the 90s. That yeah. Has kind of, uh, has kind of been taken out of the original Tracks 2 uh, archive set uh, and it's going to be released by themselves and uh, and of course that's been he seemed enthusiastic about it at the time and it was coming out soon he said and then it's just been quietly put away on the shelf for the time being again so who knows uh, knowing Bruce as we do and he's prone to occasionally surprising us he might just pop up with something completely different and n- none of those two things so very likely yeah it would be it would be nice to have some kind of release next year, you know. I'm sure that they want to put something out, but who knows? Who knows what it might be and what order it might come in. I think out of those two that you mentioned, Dan, I, I'm sorry, Mike, uh, I, I would certainly would like to see the lost albums that from the '90s ahead of mm. any soul cover album. But I also, I also think, and again, I'm, this is just me guessing, but you know, he's been at home since what late August. Mm. ulcers, and I'm thinking, hold on a second, he's been putting a few little appearances in. So he is capable of recording and writing music in his studio at the moment, and I wouldn't be too surprised if we see a new record come out completely. Mm. I might be completely wrong, but I hope I'm not, because, you know, we often find when he's got time on his hands, he, he probably well, won't. I, I, I think if that's the, the case, it, it will be called the Peptic Ulcer Sessions. <laughs> I'm not sure I've got the stomach for that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh, yeah. You never know. You never know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I wouldn't be at all surprised if he, you know, he's always in the studio. You know, when he's off the road, he's always doing something, tinkering or something. So now that he does appear to be pretty much recovered, um, yeah, and getting out and about a bit, you know, he's probably he may well be tinkering with something, but. Um, who knows what? Yeah, yeah. And there might be something from other East Streeters. You never know. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, people like uh, like Stevie and, and Jake have been busy. So, uh, yeah. You know, again, could be more surprises down the road. And somewhere yeah. along somewhere along the line, um, hinted at for many years, is another Patty album. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, uh, plenty happening. Certainly, plenty happening on East Street. And I think it, it's certainly. Different now to perhaps the 90s was quite a quiet decade, wasn't it, for Bruce and the band members? I can't remember. I mean, when you look back retrospectively, how quiet that decade was for releases and new music and concerts. I think yeah. now, in the uh, the limelight of his uh, career or, or the heyday of his career, what you're finding now is that time is limited. You know, the, these guys certainly can't tour forever in a day. You know, they'll probably put out music for another 10 years at least, but in terms of live performances, um, time will tell if 2024 was the last year we see the E Street Band together as as we know and love it. But, uh, well, I'm, I'm regarding that, you know, of course, he's got um, a fairly busy schedule next year with the, with the postponed American dates in Europe. There is yeah. a big, fairly big gap in the late summer. He could add some more shows. But, mm-hmm. and of course, there's always the question, is he going to get to Australia and New Zealand? And if he yeah. does that, uh, the, the time he normally does it, 
it would be, you know, January, February time. Uh, and it's too late to announce any for this coming January, February. So you never know. You might see him down there in early 2025. Yep. This tour could run and run, but um, to, to coin a phrase, a well-used phrase. Um, mm. But, yeah, you never know. Um, so and there's Japan and, South Af- Japan and South Africa as well, of course. Well, I mean, he's not. He hasn't been to Japan for ages, has he? Has he? And um, yeah. I, I read somewhere, I heard somewhere that the, the demand for him there is a lot less than it used to be. Right. He's, he's more likely to go to South Africa. I would have thought if he ever go if he goes anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Or you know, I don't know. It's, it's hard to tell. But if he's reco- yeah. if he's fully recovered, and everyone yeah. else is everyone else is you know feeling well and up for the job, you know, you never know. It might continue into. 2025 for a bit at least you know it's just um depending how much rest they they think he needs and how much rest periods they're going to build into it because they've obviously mm-hmm. done that yeah um, with rescheduled dates and they're, they're putting two to three days between shows now yeah instead of yeah, just yeah. the one so um yeah. there may not be as many shows as we might expect but um uh time will tell really what are you doing next year dan what what uh, gigs are you planning well, I traditionally like to uh, catch the UK shows if I can, obviously sort of being close to home. But uh, um, And then um, it's always nice to go somewhere a little bit further afield. And um, yeah. as always, my favourite uh, place is, is Sweden. So I've got my eyes on Stockholm. It is Stockholm, yeah. That's the Friends Arena, isn't it? It is where I was 10 years ago. So, oh, uh, yeah, yeah it'd be, be interesting to go back for that. Yeah, cool, cool, good. Yeah. Uh, so in the UK, yeah, we've got Sunderland, we've got Cardiff, um, and we've got uh, London, of course. It's interesting, too, that um, this year and next year, the UK dates haven't included something in the north of England, you know, like Manchester or Liverpool or Sheffield, Leeds. There's nothing. It was, you know, it's, not, it's Scotland and the northeast mm. and... You know, down south in London and Cardiff, but there's not there's there's been no gigs announced or likely to be announced now for the North of England, which is strange. You know, it's um mm. he, he did met, little Stephen did mention actually something about that they were trying for Liverpool, but uh, it fell the the whole idea of it fell apart at the last minute. So yeah, you, yeah. you think they might have been they might have been looking at Manchester again or something, but um. Not so it's going to be quite, well, he's playing Sunderland in May, isn't he? And I'm thinking the northeast mm. of England in May is going to be quite interesting. I just hope, um, yeah, it's not too inclement. Wow. <laughs> Always a risk. Always yeah. a risk. But, but, he, but he, he did Edinburgh in May, didn't he, Dan, this year? So um, True. That worked out. In fact, it was yeah. a hot day, I remember. That was quite nice. Yeah, excellent. Good. Okay, so um, I think it's time to join the E Street Cafe party that's going on through uh, the other oh, league, don't you? It's... <laughs> you look at you, you, you're up for that Mike or are you looking for a lie down? We'll, we'll have some E Street punch but I might have a little lie down first Yeah. Okay alright well we'll send you in in 5 or 10 minutes time you make yeah, it grand yeah. entrance Dan <laughs> <laughs> will go through quietly we'll just mingle and uh, we'll let you make the grand entrance and um, yeah. they're all in there Rosalita's looking forward to seeing everybody and uh, <laughs> I think there's some food there for us as well. So uh, without further ado, I'd like to thank, um, well, both you guys, really, first of all, for all the help in 2023. Um, Mike, uh, you've been a font of all knowledge again. (laughs) If we ever need to dig deep and find out um, some mysterious facts and uh, (laughs) we can always rely on Wikipedia. So thanks, Mike, for coming on with with your contribution. What was the favourite podcast you got you were involved with? That's hard to say, you know, because I, I um, I've enjoyed all the ones I've done, and I haven't I haven't got a list in front of me of all the ones I've done, <laughs> so it's difficult to pick. But no, I've enjoyed them all. I mean, I've not perhaps not been as involved as as others, but um, each time I've come on to it, you know, I've enjoyed it, and it's it's always been something that I've been personally the subject of, of the podcast has always been something I've been personally interested in. So. You know, I, I restricted myself a little bit to that, and it's so uh, everyone has been enjoyable in that sense. Yeah, well, Mark, I think uh, I personally enjoyed Mark Ribbler. I do Mark Ribbler with you because he, Mark, yeah, very good. Yeah. He, he, he knows us well, so that that went well. And just for I ask you, Dan, as well, um, we were hoping at the start of the year to have another 
podcast host on with us, uh, namely the great Jim Page, not Jimmy Page, but Jim Page. But mm. technology let us down, and also we couldn't have four podcast hosts on. The, the, the software we use only allows three on. So we couldn't get Jim on, but uh, Jim's left us a little Christmas message. So let's play that first. Hi, everyone. This is Jim. Just wanted to take the opportunity of thanking my fellow geezers in glasses, Jeff, Dan, and Mike, for all their splendid work on the E Street Cafe podcasts, for the wonderful and varied guest selections who have each given us glimpses of the stories behind the music. To all you good folks out there in podcast land, many thanks for your support. It means a lot. Finally, to you and all your families, wishing you Christmas blessings, happy holidays, have a cool Yule. See you in 2024. Lots of love from Liverpool. Ho, ho, ho. So, um, <laughs> so it's nice to hear from Jim. And um, one day we'll get him on the podcast contribution. I think we've heard little murmurings from him from the pit at Gothenburg. And it's nice to hear from you in Christmas 2023 as well. So what we'll have to do, Jeff, is have, invite him over to your place and then uh, have him swap swap out in your chair so he can you can talk for a bit and then you come back in again. <laughs> well, he, he actually is coming here in uh, when is it, Dan? In February for James. Oh yes, right. well, maybe maybe yeah. the three of us can uh, gather around a mic and do something. We can do that. Can Good we? idea. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. I don't mean gather around you, Mike. I mean gather around the mic. Not... <laughs> <laughs> it's like dancing around the Christmas tree, isn't it? <laughs> or the maypole. Um, so, Dan, Dan um, I couldn't have done this without you, my friend. Um, I think when we get up and we, we seem to just natter and talk and chat for an hour and put these out, it seems seamless. But um, I couldn't have done this without the preparation that goes into this. Uh, for those of you listening... Dan does most of the preparation in terms of um, putting some conversation starters in note format for me, um, lining up most of the guests, I would say, as well. Um, so I think, Dan, although it comes across as a joint effort, it's very much uh, you do all the spade work for this. So I, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for your contribution. And uh, as I say, it is very much a team, team effort. Oh, cheers, Jeff. Well, uh, uh, equally, we couldn't do it without you because you, you're the one who started it and you're, and you're the host. You provide the software. Um, you sort of join, join everything together. So, um, um, yeah, as you say, you know, all for one and one for all. And I think, I think Christmas, the thing. special cool. Christmas present for Dan, we get him a new spade, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a team effort anyway. I think we're probably yeah. like the... Um, or the elves or something like that but um yeah. no i think i think we when we set out to do this 12 months ago and we talked about it 12 months we said look we're just doing this for fun and um mm. if it stops being fun we stop doing it but it's been fun all the way along and we've had some great guests on board and we've had some fantastic memories and uh yeah. have you got any particular favorites dan if, if i asked you to pick one favorite well, I, I, I've been lucky enough to join you on on most of them. Uh, it feels mm. like so. Um, again, as Mike says, very hard to sort of single out anybody. Um, yeah, lots, lots of lots of uh, fun memories, and um, I'm just delighted that we we got such a lovely variety of people. Um, yeah. You know, usually with very little prompting, uh, particularly since you know, obviously, especially to start with, you know, we were um, totally unknown as a podcast and. Uh, yeah, I've been uh, been delighted the way it's gone, and um, it's um, yeah. Thanks to everyone for listening. What can I say? I was going to say we must give a shout out to all of you out there listening because um, the numbers are very encouraging. And um, we were warned when we started this start a new podcast, you can get a dozen listeners of that. And um, I think so far this year we've had over thirteen thousand people listen to the podcast, or thirteen thousand wow. listens, which is amazing. And um, Dan put out some stats on Facebook. If, you, if you're not a member of the Facebook group, just look at E Street Cafe Podcast on Facebook. Um, there's a big community going on there. We put lots of um, warnings of future episodes coming out. So if you want a little teaser of what's coming out, um, if you want some supplementary information to um, go alongside the podcast that we're actually putting out. So, for example, for this one, um, Dan will put a link to um, a playlist for all the songs we've mentioned and maybe more. 
uh, there'll be some interesting um, there'll be some interesting photographs as well and maybe some video so yeah uh, get onto the facebook group and um i think it just leaves me to say i wish you and all your families and your loved ones a very many christmas and um i'm gonna grab a sherry and join the party should we go to the party guys oh let's go let's, let's go merry christmas everybody Thank you for listening. And don't forget to hit that follow button. This podcast was brought to you by Geezers in Glasses Productions.